0: Hey, yo, we back at it again. Ray Ray's podcast live from the ninth floor. Beautiful. Hello, studios in downtown Dallas. You know, it's your boy, Ray. Thank you for tuning in again with us. Make sure you like and subscribe and following all of our social media platforms. You know, help your boy. Help me help you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Happy uh, Women's Month. Uh, today specifically is actually had, uh, so International Women's Day. So shout out to all the boss ladies out there, all the ladies doing things out there. We we salute you, not you scallywags. We're not gonna, not gonna give y'all any attention. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, you know, so appreciate y'all tuning again. We got a great episode planned for y'all. Talk to y'all about that in a moment, but you know, this is the part of the show where, you know, we have to like uplift, uplift people's spirits. So if you're having a rough day, rough week, uh, rough month, you know, this is the time of the show. I want to reset that. You know, help you get your swagger back You know, you know, get that confidence back Alright, so get your Birdman hands together Rub them together, you know, if you're in the mirror You can look at yourself, tell yourself You know, and I like to say this too Just in case no one told you today, just know that You're beautiful, you're loved You're needed You're alive for a reason Hey, you're stronger than you think Hey, you're gonna get through this See, on my show Ray Ray's podcast, I'm glad you're alive And don't give up, so when you have words like that in your mind when hard situations come it's easier to get through those situations than when you already have those you know those words in your mind all right cool all right let's 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 get on to the show now all right so today we, we, we got a dope guest in the building we got a fly girl in the building uh yo y'all might even see her on the sidelines at the mass games your local sporting events here in the DF dub yo give her a warm ray race podcast welcome to Raya Turner what's up how we doing
1: I am great. You're great. Thank, thank you so much for no, having right. me I appreciate you. Appreciate.
0: appreciate you, thank you for pulling up to Ray Ray's podcast. How's your day been going?
1: It's been going really well. It's a little gloomy out today. Wish it wasn't. But, you
0: know, you know it's <laughs> that, you know, bipolar Texas weather. You never know what you're going to get.
1: Never. If never. you're not happy
0: with it, wait five minutes. You know, it's going to be something different, you know?
1: Or you'll be sweating oh. just like hot out of nowhere. It was 50 degrees this morning, maybe 80 on by noon, 3 p.m. You never know.
0: You never know what you're going to get. Hell, we may get ice tomorrow. I don't wanna, I don't you know say what? Let's not drink that. Let's not say that. I <laughs> am not going to say that. We can't do that because, you know, when we get ice here, everything shuts down. Oh, and to, Like everything. You ain't getting nothing. You know, shout out to Marcos Pizza. You're the only thing that was open in my neighborhood when we had the last ice storm a couple of weeks ago. I appreciate you, Marcos. All right. So, uh, you know, let's hop into it, you know. So welcome to the show, first of all. Let's uh, let's hop right into this. So I want you to take me on a journey, all right? mm. You know, into becoming a sports reporter. Right. Um, When did you know you wanted to be a sports reporter?
1: So, I think I always had a passion for sports ever since I was a little girl. Um, Grew up around it. My brother uh, played basketball. And... Um, I've always been around sports, but I think when it came to me wanting to be a sports reporter, I think it was about my sophomore year of college. Um, there were some other, uh, majors in college that I was trying to see if maybe that was my field. Um, I originally actually wanted to be a meteorologist, believe it or not, I was trying to tell the weather. Um, but I am not a math and science girl. And if you know anything, when it comes to college and those classes, those were not (laughs) for me. And so, um, It was actually in my sophomore year where I went to my guidance counselor and they were like, you know, maybe you would be really good at communications with journalism. And I kind of just woke up and I was like, I think I want to do sports. Like, I want to do a journalism career sports that I think that's what I want to do.
0: Okay. Okay. So what college did you go to? I just mentioned you say you went to college. What college did you go to? I
1: went to University of Alabama. Roll tide, baby. Roll tide. We're
0: going to move on amicably right now. Okay. (laughs) That's what we're going to do on this show, okay? All hey. right, all right. no, a um, uh, real question here for you, all right? Mm-hmm. So I mentioned at the beginning of the show uh, that it's Women's History Month. Right. All right. What women or a woman have inspired you, uh, especially in the field you're in right now?
1: So I am a big, big fan of Erin Andrews and Laura Rutledge. Those are like my two icons. Um, starting out, like just getting into the industry, um, they have just been like, Big role models for me, especially Laura Rutledge. Um, you know, if you know anything about my history, um, I am a former uh, cheerleader, NBA dancer, and she. And then transforming into sports was, you know, a whole nother transition, um, and she used to be Miss Florida. So she kind of, kind of the same type of like glamorous style role, transforming into sports and ESPN. So I really just used her as a model to look at because, um, I feel like she has a really great attitude and she was just somebody I like just looked at and I was like, I just want to be just like her. Yeah, I
0: am. You know, I think the whole thing with Aaron Andrews, I think it got misunderstood. I don't think it was a whole big understanding. That's, yeah, that's stupid. People, yeah. <laughs> you know, people, people are being dumb people. All right. Um, so, you know, being a sports reporter, I got to ask you a question. How hard is it for you personally not to be biased towards certain teams or players?
1: Oh, that's my biggest. That's my biggest struggle. Um, and believe it or not, my first assignment, even being here in Dallas, was covering the uh, Rose Bowl. That was in twenty December of 2020 with University of Alabama football against Notre Dame. My very first assignment. You could only imagine how hard it was to be not, or, you know, to be not biased, um, but I tried my best, um, and I think that's really, because that, they're, like, my main sports team, so I think that's the only one I struggle with on being like, oh, you know, who's going to blow them out the water? Well, obviously, in my opinion, I'm going to know, but it doesn't always happen like that, you know, but I, it, when it comes to, you know, pro, professional, NFL, uh, NBA, that I can stay pretty, not okay. biased about.
0: So did you uh, have favorite sports teams or athletes growing up?
1: So growing up from Orange County, California, I live like 45 minutes away from L.A., uh, definitely grew up a diehard Laker fan. My dad, like, worshipped them. So think always seeing Kobe Bryant, that was definitely, like, my model to always look up to, especially, like, I'm very big on, like, positive mindsets and everything like that, and he just embodied everything um, as far as, like, a male figure, to just, you know, get positive affirmations from. Um, I wouldn't say I really had a female one that I always just looked up to, shockingly. I'm not sure. Definitely with with me now covering female sports, you know, I cover the WNBA, the Dallas Wings. Now, oh, those are my girls. Let me tell you, those are my girls. I love covering them. I love getting to know them. They all have huge personalities. And yeah, those are my people.
0: So I I want you to take me, take me through the journey okay because i know it wasn't probably an easy transition to getting to sports reporting you know What, what were some difficulties and challenges and hurdles you had to get over getting to where you're at right now
1: so i would say the biggest hurdle that i had to cross um definitely coming from nba dancing um my hardest thing was not being taken seriously for the longest um basically all of 2020 i spent um, a good portion of it, really rebranding myself. And it's kind of sad to say that I had to do that. But in order for me to, in quotes, be taken seriously and not just be considered a dancer or yeah. a cheerleader or somebody that, you know, just is there to entertain people, in quotes. Um, that was like a really big hurdle. Um, like I said, most of the time it was me rebranding social media. I even made my own YouTube account for um going over sports and in 2020 that was a little difficult because nothing was going on Um, but there was a lot to talk about lots of updates and whatnot but um I feel like that's just where I took it really to social media LinkedIn growing networking talking to people and finally when I um, got word from my news station that I'm currently with that they were gonna take me on I was I was ready to go. I, that was going to be, um, and I was—he really essentially was throwing me in the fire because it was going to be some of my first major assignments. Like I said, my first assignment was the Rose Bowl, and that was a wild. Learning series. on
0: the go, learning on your feet. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to test a little knowledge here. All right, I'm, I'm see what you know. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, you know, everybody knows. Watch Ray Ray's podcast. You know, I'm an MFFL, Mass fan for life. Mass okay? fan for life. Had to ask you, what are your thoughts on the Kyrie trade and the current state of the team right now?
1: So, given last night's game, it actually looked really, really good. You know, Kyrie had a really clutch game, um, especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, we got to talk to him after in post game, and he was just like, you know, it was winning time in his head. And I think, I think it's always winning time, you know, for when you talk to an athlete and they're like, oh, well, of course we want to win. But um, he really said that, you know, that was going to be the point to make sure that they won. Um, I think it, they're just now, hopefully, fingers crossed, starting to get that flow going. Because you know, especially when you go on Twitter and you hear commentators and whatnot, they're like, "Oh, they just need to find that rhythm." And For me, the way I was looking at, I'm like, you know, we're almost we're 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 good to almost the end of the season, but there's still a healthy chunk left. Um, but I think now they're starting to really understand that flow. I hope it can keep going. That's my biggest one. I'm happy we had him. I felt mm-hmm. like we needed him. Um, you know, I guess we just have to see from here on out how it works. Based off last night, it looks like we might be lucky. We'll see how they do tonight. They play the Pelicans. so
0: Okay, okay. We'll see. So if you were coaching the Mavs, you know, what tweaks would you make? You know, because, you know, recently, you know, we've had those issues closing our games. I don't know what it is. You know, we get those leads, we get up, mm-hmm. those leads get blown. Right. We can't close out in clutch time. So if you could tweak anything right now for the Mavs, what, what would you tweak?
1: Ooh, what would I tweak? I think they need to play Christian Woodmore. I think he needs way more playing time. Um, I think all fans absolutely love him, and he obviously has shown himself to be a very powerful player. I would just give him more minutes. I don't know what. Yeah, it, I don't
0: know what's going on. I don't them.
1: know what it's going on, right. you know, between, I don't know, maybe coaches and them just not, like, they like him. I don't know. But I would play Christian Woodmore.
0: If if I'm on the outside looking, if, if I can guess what it is, I feel like, as a coach, I feel like they don't have he doesn't have the best basketball IQ from their mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, I've seen sometimes where he's been out of you know out of position you know defensively sometimes, right. and then, you know Jason Kidd, quote unquote, you know defense right. We've seen a bunch of defense yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what, what a lot of it is. I feel like I mean that guy you know he's still going out there. He's balling right with the minutes he's given to him. It's just. You know, he started off the season. I thought he was on fire. I was like, right. okay, "Yo, we sign this guy now!" Like mm-hmm. when we got that, when we made that trade, I was ecstatic. But it's just like I don't know what. What is it? I know defensively that's not his game, but there was a stretch where he was blocked. Yeah, blocks for days.
1: Right.
0: Like, one stretch down the season, but hopefully we can get that figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh Hopefully we can make this deep run in the playoffs. I need a championship. It's been too long. We, we got to get another championship back here in Dallas.
1: I hope so. <laughs> that's the goal.
0: So if you uh. You know, in your in your career right now as, as a reporter, you know, I I always tell people in the show like it's good to set goals. Right. What goals do you have set for yourself? Like, what are your short short term goals, and what are your long term goals as far as this reporting?
1: So my long, definitely my long term uh, goals is to my dream. So football is like my main, like that's that's what I want to do. So I really really want to do um, be on NFL Network. That is like the long term dream. Um, I also would not mind by any means being to uh, getting to ESPN in Connecticut. That is the headquarters. The only thing is, it's cold up there. And I don't like the cold. I do not like it. But if I had to go there, you know, it would be for the dream. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Short-term girls. uh, Girls. Goals. (laughs) (laughs) Short-term goals um, would definitely be. um, So this year, I, you know, really, really, really want to be able to – uh, cover some more Cowboys content if possible. Um, you know, we have a lot going on at our news station that is, uh, I think it's kind of everybody's very hot commodity. So I would say short term goals is to get my hands on something NFL this year. You know, if it's not this year, you know, I already know it's in my future. I have that mindset, you know, I'll get there, but I feel like that's a short term goal for me and just be better as a reporter, um, get more knowledgeable as possible, get more, um, you know absorption of what i need to learn i like to have a lot of mentors in the game and um i really respect uh constructive criticism and all that good stuff so
0: yeah what do you feel right now is the percentage of women that are actually really in tune with sports and really actually like for sure follow it follow it because sometimes i see some ladies like okay i think you just like it because your man likes it or mm-hmm. how many women you think are really 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 like can tell you, like, okay, this is what needs to happen, this is what happened. like, this breakdown. Like, I see that. When I see a woman talk about sports, I just, like, yo – Let's go. Like, talk to me. Like, yeah. what do you think the percentage is of women that are really in tune with with sports?
1: So believe it or not, I actually think that there is a lot of us, especially the more college graduates that I see and so many girls that are doing internships, huge internships that I didn't even get to do um, in college because I was a cheerleader at Alabama. Um, So I didn't get to do as much as I really wanted to. But. Seeing the amount of women that come from college and are, you know, already doing internships at ESPN, Fox um – it's definitely more than you think and that that's very funny i get a lot of men that ask me you know do you know do you actually like sports or was that like your assignment and i'm like what do you mean like yeah, you know yeah. that's my passion but i forget that it's not very common but the more the more time goes on the more years go on i see a huge growth in women just having such a passion for sports so okay great to see
0: so quick question how did, how did you get from the oc to Bama because I feel like that's, <laughs> a, hell big, of a, that's big a big trend how'd you get from the OC to, to Bama,
1: Bama. <laughs> so I actually had a dance scholarship well cheer whatever you want to call me I was yeah. a cheerleader at Bama but I was a dancer um I had a scholarship but in order for me to receive that scholarship I had to go try out like everybody else and um yeah, I kind of just knew that it was a big school, obviously with sports and their um, communications program, just everything that I really wanted to do was going to be at that school. I felt like it best suited me and I went and auditioned, made the team, got out for my scholarship and like, that was that. Then I was going full throttle. <laughs>
0: I can't it's just Bama. It's just,
1: it's, you said what? I
0: can't, I can't get past the Bama part. You know, <laughs> you know. It's just. This is hard for me to get past. You know. I know. I got no. trust issues. with You know. Like, I don't know if I can trust you now. I'm joking. Yeah. yeah I'm, sorry, like, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Trying. But no. Yes. It, and everyone is always like, you know, like why, why Bama? And I, for some reason, I get it.
0: I I, I totally get it. Yeah. You it, it's know, it's, like, a, it's a, the mecca of college football. One
1: hundred percent. The
0: biggest sport in the world. I feel like you mm-hmm. know it, it's. Our football. You're people right. Well, people, um, people say soccer is the biggest sport. But, but, but for us here in America, in theory, yeah. the biggest sport is by far football. So right. all eyes are on Bama. So I get it. All right. So <laughs> this is the part of the show, like, we like to loosen up, have mm-hmm. a little fun. Everybody watch the show. If it's your first time watching the show, this is... Slow down.
1: I just want to
0: Slow down. We just want to get to know you. This is where I kind of ask you some questions off the rip. We don't, oh, wait, where wait. are we going to go? We're just, <laughs> we're just, we're just, we're just going to get there. Also, I have to mention that Slow Down is brought to you by Lyrically Correct. It's a lyric card game. If you feel like you're Lyrically Correct, go to LyricallyCorrect.com, type in promo code Ray H twenty three. We had to swap the promo. Come up. Some Spotify was giving us issues. I'm not Spotify. Well, Shopify was giving us issues. So new promo code is R A Y H twenty three to get the twenty percent off all the lyrically correct games. Speaking of lyrically correct, go see Ray on lyrically correct. See how. See how she did. Let's see what she did on it. All right. <laughs> all right. So. All right. You ready?
1: Yeah. All right. Oh boy. So
0: first off, I want you to shout out all the places you want people to follow you on social media.
1: All right, I need you to follow my Instagram. That is Raya Girl, G U R L R A Y A G U R L. My Twitter is the same exact thing, except add the number seventy-seven. That is my lucky number seven. Um, but yeah, those are my those, those are the ones you guys should follow. Okay. Pretty
0: active okay. On there. Now this question, I feel like I already know the answer to. Have you ever had a nickname growing up? Because I feel like I know this already.
1: So yes. um... Well, first I should say, so my real name is actually Maria So growing up, before everyone called me Raya or Ray, whatever, you um, a lot of the time people also used to call me Mo because shirt for Maria. Okay. um So Mo was definitely a big one when I was a little kid. As I got older, a lot of people just started calling me Raya and I was like, okay, but you know, we're okay. just going with it.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So if you had a warning label on you, what would it say?
1: Oh, a warning label?
0: If there was a warning label on you, what would that warning label say?
1: Loves to eat, for sure. Like, (laughs) I am a big foodie. So, wherever I go, I'm always probably going to say I'm hungry or I need a snack. So, big foodie.
0: Okay. Best advice you would give to your younger self?
1: Man, best advice... Keep going. Don't let any negative thoughts uh, get to you. There was so much time that I spent, like, worrying on what was going to happen next, how I was going to get to where you were. You really just get to where you were. So just keep going.
0: If you could time travel to any part of time, what part of time would you travel to?
1: I think I would go... To the nineties, one hundred percent. Everyone like, says that. I would—that's the number I was, one
0: answer on this show. I
1: was born in nineteen ninety-five, so I didn't really get to get that that early nineties feel, and it just seemed like a really iconic time. Like you know, me being like five years old until two thousand. It's like I just feel like I missed a pivotal part of just the nineties. So
0: okay, here's a here's a really important question. Okay, what makes you feel like your best self?
1: What makes me feel like my best self? (laughs) This is going to sound so funny. So I am very big on positive affirmations, especially in the morning. And if anyone knows me, they know I love my coffee in the morning. And I kid you not, I am a very unhappy, just grumpy person. If I don't have my coffee, my best part of my day, or I start off happy is with my cup of coffee. So and my mugs say like positive affirmations on them. So I would say that that actually, like, to start off my day, that's what makes me my best me, or if I get to go to Starbucks. That's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great day when I get to go to Starbucks. Okay.
0: All right. So I got, I'm going to put you on the spot now, all right? Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about basketball, you know, right. MFFL. You MFFL. Know. MFFL. Got it, got it, Okay. So if you could pick your all-time starting five, what would be in your lineup?
1: Ooh. Like, can I choose people from, like...
0: Any era. From any era. I can any choose. Any era, your all-time <sighs> starting five.
1: People are going to come for me about this. But I'm, I'm, I'm using Kobe and LeBron on one team. They're going to come for me about it. I'm using Kobe and LeBron. Oh, gosh. My, my goodness. This also might be controversial. At the, I'm just taking shooters right now. John Morant. I I gotta get it's a a bad thing to say at the moment hey hey shoot or shoot no pun intended (laughs) no pun intended but I'm also gonna take John Moran oh my god Um, but and then if I need ooh some big man you know maybe I think I'm gonna go back to the OG too Paul Gasol who just went in the and you know got his jersey retired I'm gonna also use him I need one more I need one more, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I need one more. You got you to gotta get your big. I you don't think you got your big yet.
1: I don't have my big yet?
0: No. You don't have your big. I don't
1: have them. Dang. I'm just going to take one more shooter. Uh, I'm going to take one more shooter. But, of course, I'm on the spot, and I can't think of anything. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Kyrie Irving. Why not? Just gonna, We're just going to take him. Uh, that, that's going to be my five. So
0: you, you got a small ball lineup here, okay? I'm going to break down the holes of your game here real here we quick. we go. go lineup, ahead. Go right. ahead. So you got John ja, ja Morant. Okay. Solid. All right. Kobe Mamba mama mentality I can't say n- no fall in that. that you got LeBron nah I really yeah. uh, got Powell great shooter no defense <laughs> what if you get a big down there that's really just bang on him not gonna do that Man, then, you, then you got Kyrie so you so your big is Paul
1: we can send Kobe and LeBron because they think they're superheroes. <laughs> so you know what? We're going to send both of them to make the defense happen. That's that's what I'm going to say. Me
0: personally, I thought you was going to say Shaq Diesel. I thought I was going to say the big man. I, I, could, you, I
1: mean, I could have used Shaq, but see, I feel like there would. have – Yeah, I could have used, Shaq. I I, used I, Shaq. That's
0: what I was waiting for you to say. Like, yeah, she she got to say Shaq. She's from an OC. You got to say Shaq. I, right?
1: I, I could have said Shaq. It, like oh, I said, on I the was pa- spot. It, was, said, it. it wasn't going.
0: So you got to you, you okay? It's going to be. You got a <laughs> lot of. It was a very small lineup, but hey, hey, <laughs> that, that's, that's your all-time starting five? Hey, not gonna, hey nothing on that. Mm. <laughs> All right. Greatest athlete to come out of Alabama?
1: Who greatest? Man. I'm going to say one of them. At least right. Yeah, I'm going to say Derrick Henry. I'm going to say Derrick Henry. Um, mm, Julio Jones.
0: That is a good answer. Yeah. Those are both good answers. I'm going to take two. I'm gonna okay. i going to take this, It's very acceptable. You know, they say, Derrick Henry may be on the trade block. Who knows?
1: Who knows? There's something. But about, I kind of I, – that man, you know, wherever he goes, I kind of just feel like he's going to just
0: – Could you imagine him on Buffalo or Kansas City? Game over. Yeah. Game just, over.
1: He just knocks people down. He just, like, touches them, like, down.
0: <laughs> but it was funny. Like, I thought at first – I thought Derrick Henry was going to be a bust. Really? Early in his career. Like, because you – who was the other little small back they had in Tennessee? I want to say it was like Deion Lewis or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was getting majority of the reps, but then later on, Derrick Henry something just like clicked. clicked. Yeah, one hundred percent. He just became dominant. Right. I mean, dominant. So we'll see what happens. You know, free agency stars next week. So
1: yes, we'll see what That's gonna we'll, be we'll see what's
0: going to move. All right. So I always like to end each interview uh, with these two questions. All right. Mm-hmm. First one: If you can give any advice. No matter what it is to anyone, what would it be? And secondly, what do you pe- want people to take away from this podcast you did with me today?
1: If I can give any advice to anybody that has big dreams, wants to do whatever, it takes, you're going to get a million no's. And trust me, I know you. And it's all going to feel like a stab to the heart. But it only takes one yes, just one, for you to get to the next step. And after that one yes, there are so many doors that just keep opening and opening and opening and you just have to keep a positive mindset every single day you're going to have a new goal and a new level that you're going to want to reach um and so you just have to just keep going do not let all of the no's that you will hear discourage you even if you're broke you're down you know you need money like the 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 richest people the most famous people now even Dwayne the Rock Johnson you know he said he had ten dollars to his name and now he's the number one paid actor in the world and now he's him and everyone loves him and um you know and even then he still didn't get to make history come true but he's also changing lives here for football players right now so I think that's a really just a, a big message is to anybody to look up to is just still just keep going every single day no matter how many no's you get and then what do I want people to take away from this podcast oh i guess you know um if i can be of advice to anybody i like i said i'm as i've said as i've said many times on this podcast i'm very big on positive affirmations positive mindset um and i hope that i can make everybody smile and take away from you know if they're having a bad day just to think about something good that is going on in your life whether that's you have a roof on your head you have gas in your car you have food in your stomach anything like that um you know, there's always somebody that may not have that. So, take that. If you're ever having a bad day, just think of something positive.
0: Facts, bro. <laughs> she came in here. Ooh, ooh, she came in, up in the layup. You know, Kyrie-esque <laughs> layup here. She came in here, bro, to the paint. Oh. I appreciate you for taking your time out. No problem. Come in and rock with us today. Greatly appreciate that. Again, make sure y'all go check her out on Lyrically Correct. You know, check her out as you. You know, on the news, you know, reporting <laughs> on the silence yes. microphoneing in. All, of the, above. all of the above. All the above. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you follow her. She's such a fun person. This was a great interview. Oh, man, I- I had a good time doing this. Uh, you know, make sure y'all like and subscribe and following mm-hmm. uh, all those channels there. And you know, I always like to end off with positive words. I start off with positive words and I end off with positive words. All right. So you know what to say to yourself. So look yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself, "I will boss up physically." I will boss up mentally, I will boss up spiritually, and I will boss up financially. Invest in yourself. This is your boy Ray, Ray Ray's podcast. We out. Hey, Get money all day, get money all night. Sit my drink home, let's get it right. Get in paid, I'm getting paid. Roll one up, let's get money all day, get money all night. Sit my drink home, let's get it right getting paid, I'm getting